Welcome to the Collections by Michelle Brown Show, a show about people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality as they create change. This episode is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services. Welcome to Collections by Michelle Brown. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Each week, we'll be talking with people living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change. What happens to a pride celebration deferred? Deferred by a pandemic that has canceled or made most of our community interactions virtual. June was eerily quiet without our celebrations, but our pride didn't diminish, dry up, or go away. We just held on to our rainbow flags, marching shoes, and even a little glitter to come roaring back for Ferndale Pride this October. Julia Music, who was first recruited by Craig Covey and Monica Mills to help organize Ferndale Pride, faced the pandemic challenges head-on and pivoted to make this fall's Pride celebration memorable as well as safe. You will still see the vendors, sponsors, great entertainment, and be welcomed by many smiling volunteers, including the recognition of one long-term volunteer. Most activities will be held outside but the doors of Affirmations Community Center will be open with some special events. Last year was a virtual Pride. This year, it's Pride in October. Next year, plans are underway to return to June, which means little rest for the goddess queen of Ferndale Pride, Julia Music. Julia, welcome back to Collections by Michelle Brown. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> okay. So are you are you crazy stressed or happy stressed? Um, that's a bit of an unknown. <laughs> um, it depends on the hour some of these days. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Well, I'm not going to go. Everything will be going wrong, and then everything is going beyond right, and it could happen uh-huh. within three hours. <laughs> wow! Wow! <sighs> Well, it's happening at last, Julia, Ferndale Pride. <laughs> uh, how long have you been holding your breath, waiting to see what the numbers were going to be and if this was going to happen? Well, um, it feels like every single day since since the day we sat down for our 2020 conf- um, meeting with the city and mm-hmm. uh, one of the people on the panel said, you know, there's this, this sickness going around and the country might shut down so we don't know that we can approve your permit and I said that that's not possible (laughs) Uh um, and I had no idea what was coming and so um, since then we've just been 
trying to come up with creative ways to just make up some ground and make sure that we can have the Pride Festival. And I'm really happy to report that we've been able to do that. Wow. What has been the response? I know, I mean, we had Motor City Pride last week and, you know, Pride to starting to happen. You know, some are doing like virtual, a combination, a hybrid Pride. But people just sort of seem ready. What are you hearing from the community? Well, from the people I spoke to in Ferndale, um, I, I've been hearing Ferndale needs this. That was actually, I, I picked up some lunch before I, I got on the phone with you, and there were some people I knew there, and, they, and that was what they were saying. They're like, you know, Ferndale just needs pride right now. And I said, well, that's good because you're going to have it. Um, but I feel like people are ready to get out in the streets, celebrate. It's an outdoor event, so that social distancing is very possible. And I think we're going to have a great turnout. Mm-hmm. Um as far as sponsorship, you know, were they all still there and like 100% on board and glad to sort of say like, hey, Ferndale Pride is an important part of our community and we're still, we are still here for it? Um, almost across the board, 100%. It was pretty amazing because I, I knew that some of our businesses really struggled um, mm-hmm. in those pandemic times, but either they they were able to sponsor or they were able to come up with it up with a creative way to donate, um, allow us to host an event free of charge at their location. So certain things like that really helped um, pull us through. And then we, we ha- were lucky to have a bunch of new sponsors. Um, some businesses really thrive during pandemic times, and they wanted to share their good fortunes with um, nonprofits. So that was an amazing situation for us. Wow. You know, I, I think that it's also, I'm glad that we're able to do it because, like you said, some of the people who always sponsor us have struggled, and it's our way to go out and, you know, they're still here, and how can we support them? And then, I mean, and to acknowledge these new people. Um, who are our old favorites that you, you want to give a shout-out to, our old favorite sponsors? Well, I definitely have to give a shout-out to the Candlewick Shop. So Candlewick Shop has been a sponsor every single year since Pride started. For the last three years, they've been our naming rights sponsor. So that is our, our biggest sponsorship package. They um, have also donated a ton of hours of volunteering towards Pride as well. And they are located right downtown in Ferndale, right by the Rainbow um, Alleyway, which is an alleyway lit up by, by Rainbow Light. So they've really come through in a big way for us being our naming rights sponsor for three years in a row. Um, other sponsors that have come back, oh, there's so many. <laughs> I almost have to pull up the list. But um, Bobcat Bonnie's came in uh, with a great sponsorship, Eden Nectar, uh, Blue Cross, or Blue Care Network of Southeast Michigan, Genesis Credit Union, Vibe Credit Union. Um, it, the list is about 65 long of different sponsors, um, new and old, who came back. But Candlewick has just always really been there for us in a big way. Oh, yeah. Candlewick is like, you know, I mean, that's the subtitle of Ferndale Pride, Candlewood Closer, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that is really good. Were you able, and I'm sure you did, did you go down to Motor City Pride? Um, unfortunately, I could not. Um, I, I had an animal situation I had to take care of on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday I was at the memorial for Greg Mudge. Um, Greg, mm-hmm. owner of Mudge's Cafe, has passed away. Um, he was a friend of mine, lived across the street from him for many years, and then he was also a Pride volunteer. So um, oh. it, it was just a bit of a too much um, too much going on mm-hmm. that weekend that I, I knew I needed to get to. With 
And then I, of course, worked on Pride all morning, both of those days. So um, I usually make it to Motor City. I know I'll be there next year, but this year I just couldn't do it. I mean, Irene, it's something I didn't know that, that Greg Mudge was a volunteer for Ferndale Pride. I mean, it just, just shows the layers of, of people and their commitment. And, you know, it even compounds the loss, you know, that we've lost someone there. Um, have you talked to other people who have done prides and compared notes and found out, like, what were best practices to keep everyone safe or to make everyone make sure that everyone felt safe? Well, we've been talking to a few different groups of people. Um, one, the, the city has been extremely helpful. So through a program with the DDA, we were able to receive um, N90 masks or N95 masks, and then um, we got some other donations of masks as well through a couple other um, organizations. The city, um, through a program that I think they worked with the county, is providing a lot more hand sanitizer stations. So those will be set mm. up all down, um, all down the walkways outside. And then um, we've kept in contact with some of the events that are in closed buildings to see how they're doing things um, with proof of vaccination. However, since we're outdoors, um, we're not quite going to that that length, especially since we have no, there's no line. You can just come in to Pride as you wish through any of the ways that you can get downtown to downtown Ferndale. Um, but we do hope that people who, especially people who are unvaccinated, um, choose to wear a mask so that they're less vulnerable um, at our event. We, the whole point of the event is to celebrate life. So please make sure to make good choices if you're coming down to the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, we can't say that enough, you know, if you're, and, you know, and I've talked to some people who work with some of our, uh, the elders in our community who still aren't, you know, the, you hear so much in the media and, like, they're a little concerned about being about. So I hope that anyone who is not vaccinated think about those who probably live part of their life in the closet are now just experiencing life in full. And this is an important event. Let's keep our elders and our, and our community safe. You know, that, that's just really, really so important. Mm-hmm. So the city is 100% behind us. We love Ferndale. You know, you can't, you can't not love Ferndale for the support of the LGBTQ community. Um, Affirmations has a lot of brand new things going on, you know, with MCC, the church moving in there, um, and the theater. What's the name of the theater? That is the Ringwald. The Ringwall Theater is doing that. Um, is do you know is affirmations going to be open where people can go in and out? Is that one of the how are they plugging into Ferndale Pride? So affirmations will be open from 10 a.m. till 9. So they open a little before the event even starts. Um, they are open to the public and um, they have lovely bathrooms there that you can use. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth stopping in at some point, Um, but they also have a bunch of different activities going on. So some of the things they have going on from one to three, they have the AA Brown Baggers meeting, which will be a private um, um, sobriety meeting. There's going to be public sobriety meetings this year as well, but that's not happening in affirmation, so I can talk about that a little bit later. From one to Mm -hmm. five, the cast of the Ringwald's upcoming production of Puck will sort people into four houses, Um, and I'm not exactly sure what that means, but... um, I like theater because it's full of surprises. So if you are a theater person or um, into some magic, it sounds like this is a place to stop in and, and go see um, go see what's going on at the Ringwald. 
There'll also be a name change um, clinic going on, so people who are looking to get a name change can get set up with the the work they need, uh, the paperwork they need to do that. And um, I, there are a couple of booths that decided to set up in there: CMAC and uh, Sage. So those those two um, orgs will be there if you want to visit them. So affirmations will stay open all the way till 9 p.m., which is their regular day. And um, if you're coming to Ferndale for the first time or you've been here before, please step into Affirmations. It is our LGBTQ community center. It is our, it's really um, provides services that, that we've all needed at some point. Um, I know I started <laughs> off as a team there. Um, so make sure you, you stop into AFT. Now, what are you doing in the community? I know that at one point in time, people were decorating their houses in Ferndale. Some of the businesses did that. Is that happening this year too? So we'll call for decorations to go up. Actually, that's on my list of things to do today. <laughs> so decorations <laughs> will start to go back up. Um, although a lot of a lot of our places never take the rainbows down, um, and we've already seen some of this on our blocks. So we have um, Halloween themed pride decorations going on because. Uh, both of those days are so loved by so many of our neighbors, so they're they're incorporating pride into their Halloween um, their Halloween layouts this year. So it should be kind of a fun, different way to decorate this year. Mm. Yeah, that is something. I mean, to stop and think about it. Um, challenges of doing it in October. <laughs> well, um, you know, I was a little hesitant when they said October were possible dates, but then. It's actually taken this amount of time. We had some, some software issues with a company that we had um, purchased software from, and we needed more time to work that out. There were things with sponsorships where those companies just needed a little bit more time to get things together. So October is working out really well for us. Um, I'm excited about it. The hard thing is going to be that our next Pride is June 4th after this. So mm-hmm. I will have about a week to kind of recuperate because my body actually is pretty sore after after almost 24 hours of standing. And then um, I'm right back at it, and we'll, we'll be preparing for our 12th anniversary. Wow. Wow. That is something. I mean, because it is. I know that, you know, like the day that it's done, you get ready for the next one. But like you said, it's really close. But we're going to take our first break. Um, and then we're going to come back, and I want you to give us the lowdown on what's happening at Ferndale Pride. So we'll be right back. This episode of Collections by Michelle Brown is brought to you in partnership with the Center for Peace Counseling and Holistic Healing Services, bringing balance to your mind, body, and spirit. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit the Center at www.thecenterforpeacellc.com. And we're back here on Collections by Michelle Brown, and I'm speaking to Ferndale Pride goddess, Julia Music. Julia, 
So what are we going to see? Is it going to is it going to have the look like what we're used to seeing Ferndale Pride? You know, music, booth, everything. Yeah. We were able to actually do everything we've done in the past, but we did have to move some things outside. So at 12:30, we'll be at the op- the opening ceremony at the main stage, um, and there will be some politicians who are coming to surprise us and speak to the audience. And um, I can't exactly say who yet because I don't have all my confirmations in, but the main stage will have some people that I think many people would like to see speak. And then at one o'clock, our vendors open their booth. We are completely sold out this year. That's over 180 um, vendors. That's very exciting. Um, I wasn't sure if that would happen, but it did. Um, Then at 1.30, we have two weddings, and those are happening over at the Thoughts and Prayers Green Buddha Dance Stage, which is located at Woodward and Nine Mile. So two mm-hmm. couples, one couple is renewing their vows after 30 years, and one couple is getting married, and they invite you to join them and cheer them on as they get married um, at, the, at that stage. And then at 1 o'clock at the main stage and 2.30 at the dance stage, um, the stage is open. So you'll have a full lineup of entertainment at both of those stages. The dance stage is going to feature um, two two DJs as headliners, Dan Slater and DJ Deanne. And Dan Slater will have Ellen Gendrew with him, and he'll be performing a song. So he is that football player who so famously came out um, just a little <laughs> bit back, and um, he'll be there with, with Dan Slater. Um, and then over at the, the Liv Ferndale main stage, We'll have a full lineup again. We'll start off with Sing Out Detroit, which is our local choir, Ella X, Maria Montoya, Reginald Hawking, Clashing Black, Jay Santino. And that's, then after him, we have our drag show. So that is where the Motor City Drag um, Kings have put together a show that is very diverse and just a blast. So all those drag kings and queens will be working the runway. And then immediately following the drag show, Sienna Liggins is our headliner, and she is just phenomenal. She's a local, um, so she will put on an amazing show. And then finally, to close, another local, Elise King, um, will be closing us out. So very cool lineup at both stages. Wow. Wow. I mean, and all of this, you've just been, like, putting together a lot of it, you know, you must have been glued to your computer. (laughs) Um, I... A lot of people will see me out with my computer because I, I, I work um, from home, but sometimes I just like to have some background noise. And I'll be mm-hmm. at restaurants or bars, and I'm just typing away merrily, and, and I get a lot of looks like everyone's dancing, the music's really loud, and you're just in the corner with your computer. But I'm having a good time, I promise. This, this work is really important to me. So, um, yes, I spend a lot of time at my computer, but it's worth it. <laughs> oh, you know, and, and it is, like, for you – this is always a labor of love. I know that you've had some health challenges, but you're still there. I mean, like you talk about how you're going to be out there on your feet all day. You know, does it, and now this time you're going to have a shorter amount of time. I mean, Ferndale Pride, I mean, do you ever take the stuff down in your house? Or do you always have like, do you have a room that's just dedicated to all your Ferndale Pride stuff? Yes, I do, but do I work in there or do I work at the kitchen table? It's usually the kitchen table, <laughs> but I do, I do have an office located at my house for pride. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, trying to formulate the most inclusive, most far-reaching 
into our community event is really important to me. Um, and so that that's just what I do, I guess. I, it doesn't really stop as far as my brain trying to come up with new ways. There was one thing I wanted to talk about, and that's that we have like some health initiatives going on this year that are a little bit different. Um, do we have time for that? We have all the time you need. Okay. So this year we've changed things up a little bit with our health initiatives, and, and we were really lucky. Matrix Max Health has a mobile unit. And so they're going to be doing some STI testing indoors at Affirmation, but then people who are comfortable getting tested um, on the street by just walking into the mobile unit are welcome to go into the mobile unit and have testing done there. And some of those test results come back in as little as five minutes. So really wow. awesome way to get tested and just kind of know your status during the weekend. I think it's a, a really smart choice for us to be able to, or for Matrix to have this mobile unit and for us to be able to have both options open for people. Another thing that we're doing for our uh, health our health section is the Oakland County Health Department is going to be providing free vaccines or boosters to anyone who is eligible. So those are COVID-19 vaccines, and that will be help happening from 1 o'clock to 8 o'clock at their booth. And that, that booth is actually located right outside of the new bubble tea place, which is called Quickly. And then the other, the final thing that we're doing that's health-related is Mark McMillan he sponsors the Recovery Zone, which deals with all sorts of ad addictions. So he wanted to try to do an outdoor open meeting. And I think that's a great idea because I know there are a lot of people in the recovery community who are very vocal about their recovery. And so at 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 6 o'clock, people can go to an outdoor recovery meeting, model what recovery can look like for people, and um, have a good conversation with, with some new people. Wow. I have a question now on the... Well, the first two, I mean, I don't, well, primarily on the COVID one, do they have mm -hmm. to have insurance? Or if they've had two and they're coming back for the booster, do they have to have any type of ID? To, and it, in fact, I guess for anything, the, is ID required, insurance? Is there a fee? So all, all of the testing should be, all the testing and um, COVID shots are, should be free this year. So that, that is done through grants. Um, the only thing with the COVID booster is I would definitely make sure either to have your card or your date of your last shot because it is important that enough time has lapsed before you get that booster. So if folks are, are looking to get that booster, make sure you know your date of your last shot. Okay. All right. Wow. And are there any limits to the number of people who can come and get their boosters or whatever? Are they, or is it going um, to be open? The health, the health department didn't limit it in any way, just 12 years okay. old and older. Mm -hmm. Did they reach out to you or did you reach out to them? Well, it was kind of a combination. They had done some um, clinics in Ferndale and uh, one of our city council members, Greg Pollica, mentioned to them and to me, hey, wouldn't this be great to have it at Ferndale Pride? So we kind of just came together through a point person like that and, and said, yeah, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And they actually, the health department sponsors Ferndale Pride as well, so it, it kind of was a natural fit. So it just it was a nice little add-on that they could do as a second thing um, besides their sponsorship. Wow. Well, that, you know, really, that is, I mean, it, it's, a, it's a natural fit, and we know that often members of our community might not, might not go. I mean, might not be able to get, heaven forbid, get off from work, you know, to go and do it. And here it's going to be in a, in a 
situation where you're going to go. And maybe even if you're a little reluctant, you'll see someone who you know doing this and go like, oh, because, you know, they say some of the best indicators on any testing is when you know that other people are going and you remove the stigma from it, that this is our, our community. And these are all things that really impact our community. And I think that it's, it's great that there's that emphasis on health. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we really, we need it. We know our population um, sometimes misses the mark as far as being able to um, attain the same health as our cis um, heterosexual peers. And so we, we want to make sure we provide a, a lot um, through the, through the services that we can offer at Pride. We also have some free counseling from some of our suicide prevention um, groups on the street. So people who want to just sit down and have a, a, a conversation with suicide prevention experts um, can do that. And they just want to get some, some counseling, they can do that. And, of course, they can go into affirmations and learn more about their counseling program. So as much as we can stress, um, stress how important health is and taking care of yourself during Pride, we, we want our community to hear that because really – when we take care of ourselves, we build a healthier community for all of us. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's been, for me, nice and crazy. I mean, I missed having prides in June, you know. But then there's that nice part of having it, like, you know, we always celebrate. We know that we celebrate throughout the year and that we're, we're, we're queer throughout the year. But it's been kind of nice to have these later events. I know there's one mid-October, I think Macomb is having their very first one. Do you think that some of these later year events might continue, you know, outside of June? Like like maybe there'll be another Halloween Pride or something. You know, have, have you heard that? Do you think that there's a need to have other events like throughout the year? Well, Hazel Park is definitely going to be keeping their event later in the year. I spoke to them. Um, I I know Phil from Macomb. I know that there's their events on October 17th, but I don't um, I don't know what their plan is to keep it um, later in the year. I do hope it's later. I, I do hope people continue their events later in the year. I think it's great to have them spread out all year long. Um, this year, we would have <clears throat> still be, been under lockdown order at, during part of um, during when we had our date scheduled for prize. So us moving it back was was um, something we had to do. But, you know, it's really nice for me when events happen outside of June because I actually get to enjoy them and, and be <laughs> present as a, as a queer person and get the same feeling that people get when they come to Pride events, which is, which is really important. And, I, you know, there were some things going on this year that were outdoors and, and spread apart, and I went down – um, we pulled over, I think it was on Livernois, and there was this beautiful display of LGBTQ um, people of color who've made a difference in the community. And I just stood there and read all of these different narratives, and it was it was just so uplifting to see, like, okay, everywhere this information is starting to get out. It's not just us trying to find other queer people from history. We can go, um, you know, pull over on the side of the road on Livernois and read all about queer history because people are starting to really um, feel accepted. So I think it's important, and I'm glad there are more events. It's really cool to see. So I know you're coming into the home stretch. Okay, we have to uh, always thank those volunteers who step up and, and every year. I know that 
you know, you probably have a few people who you know have been calling you, like, what can we do, what can we do, what can we do? But in this last amount of time, do you still need volunteers? Um, can people still sponsor? What can people still do um, as they're coming into the home stretch? So right now we do still need, we need volunteers. And if they go to our website, www.ferndalepride.com, click on the volunteer tab. There is still a big need for volunteers. We need a lot of people from 1030 to 1 um, for that logistics setup. And it's, it's a simple job. You're helping vendors get to their space maybe helping them unload a couple boxes from, from their car if you're able, and then reminding them they got to get their car, car out of the space. Um, and then there are other slots open as well, but, but that's a big need um, that we have. And so people can go and sign up there. We don't have um, – I would love to take more sponsors, but I can't give them their benefits. So if they want to <laughs> hold off till G- January, so next year we can, we can um, give them their full be- benefits. I totally understand that. And then I've, I've been really lucky to have volunteers who've just been coming to the house and helping with little things as they go. Um, I would love to give a really big shout-out to Monica Mills, who um, is going to be retiring this year from her job with Pride. She was one of the founders of Pride, and she was a volunteer coordinator for the last 11 years. And so she's training Heather Amir. And Monica has um, – I, I met Monica through volunteering prior to Pride, and she's always given just a lot back to this community, and she does it as an ally because she thinks it's important, and I think that is a beautiful, um, a beautiful thing about her. So congratulations, Monica, and I'm hoping to see you enjoying Pride instead of having to worry about it. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. Well, yeah, congratulations on her retirement. Um, logistically, where should people, how, we want people to come and stay for all day, but parking. Okay, so that is the million-dollar question in Ferndale, Michelle. (laughs) So we have a a few new options this year. We have the DOT, which is located on um, Troy Street and Allen, and that is a 300-plus space parking lot. Um, So that should open up a lot more spaces downtown. There's still the surface lots and the street parking. But let's say you want to drive down here, but you don't want to pay to park or you don't want to deal with parking. You can park over at the high school, which is located on Pinecrest or Kulik Center, and you can park your car, hop on a smart bus. You do have to wear a mask on those smart buses, but um, the smart shuttle will take you right downtown, drop you off so you can skip paying for parking and not stress out about finding a spot that way. Um, So those are two of the parking options. And then there's some other options. Um, The smart fast bus drops off right at 9 in Woodward, so that's, that's the way to get down to the festival very quickly. And then if you are driving it on your bike, Metropolis Cycles will actually watch your bike for you. So you just ride your bike past that rock wall or if you're coming in through the Pinecrest entrance, it's right there by the rock wall. There's a whole place for them to lock up your bikes and keep an eye on it for you. And um, I think, oh, the other thing is if you park Please read the signs, make sure you're parked in a legal space, and make sure you pay for parking because it is Saturday. Sunday parking is free, so if you come back for some of the Sunday things going on, you're in the clear, but don't forget to pay for parking because nothing puts a damper on a fun festival more than a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Now, what else happening Sunday? So we are, there's still an event being set up, but I don't have details about it at all, but one uh-huh. of the things that we were lucky to um, have moved to our weekend is motorball. 
So Maruball is a ticketed event that gives back to some of the charities in our area. And it's four days of events. So their events actually start Thursday. And then on Sunday, they'll have a, the thoughts. And um, it's called Thought Tea with Jace, uh, and J- Jace M. and Joe Guthrow. And that's at Como. Um, I believe it's at Como still. There's been some location changes. So there'll be a, um, a dance party of old-fashioned uh, afternoon tea over um, with Motorball. And then they also have something going on from 3 to 8 a.m. that's an after-party dance party. So um, if you want more information about that, Geared for Life is what you would look up, or Motorball Detroit, and you will see tickets um, are still on sale. And you can get all the information because there's they have so much going on. They're a whole separate um, whole separate half hour I could babble about. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if someone wanted to look up, you know, if I don't know how they missed you. You've packed in so much. Um, but if they wanted to go someplace to a, is there a site, a Facebook page? What's the best place to go and to see what's happening with Ferndale Pride? So FerndalePride.com is our website. And um, there you can find out, um, find your volunteer spaces, uh, make a donation if you choose to do so, um, sign up for our mailing list so you don't miss anything next year. Then Ferndale Pride and Ferndale Pride at Instagram and Facebook. So we were lucky to get those names very early on, and um, it's super easy to find us. And then, of course, if people have specific questions, they can always email me at Julia at FerndalePride.com. So we're going to take a break. I sort of when, when we come back, if you just want to say, you know, like a special thank you to Monica and, and what working with her has meant to you. Collections by Michelle Brown airs every Thursday at 7 p.m. You can subscribe now and listen to the podcast on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Be sure to like the Collections by Michelle Brown Facebook page and mark your calendar so you never miss an episode. And we're back here with Julia Music. And Julia, I want to give you the opportunity to give a special thank you to someone, if you would. Well, I'd like to send a special thank you to Monica Mills for her tireless dedication um, to Ferndale Pride. You know, when um, I was really hesitant when we were chatting 12 years ago, and her and Craig were, were pulled me over at the bar and said, you know, let's do this pride festival. Let's, let's see if we can make one. And I was like, you guys know this is going to be a lot of work. And are we really in for it? I, I really want it to happen, but I'm scared that I'm biting off more than I can chew. And Monica assured us, like, we can get this done. It'll be, the four of us will start it. We'll just keep building it from there. It can happen. Um, and she really has that, that spirit of if she sees a vision of something, it, it will be pull, pulled through because she knows the skills of people she works with. And that's what makes her such a great volunteer coordinator 
um, she can she can listen to you, learn from you, and know like, oh, you'd be a good fit doing, you know, working on our gates or working at logistics setup or being a hugger or whatever your special loving skill is. Um, and so I have learned so much from Monica about really listening to volunteers, figuring out what their skills are, and then trying to match them to their their best position. And and that's all because of her um, her dedication to the AIDS. HIV AIDS work that she has done is also just notably amazing. Um, she's worked at Mac as long as I've known her, and you know the work that Matrix Mac Health does really does save lives and keep people who are living healthy. So I'm really proud of her and really um, feel fortunate to have called her a friend for so long. And um, congratulations on your retirement, Monica. And if you ever want to volunteer, you know where to sign up. <laughs> Oh, well, Julia, I'm going to let you go. I know you have so much to do. I look forward to seeing you in all your glory, running around Ferndale on the second and getting a great big hug from you. Um, I think I think you're amazing. I thank you for your commitment to, to Ferndale Pride. And, you know, happy Pride. Happy Pride, Michelle. Thank you so much for everything you do for our community and for making um, this radio show uh, because it enlightens so many people about all the amazing things we do in South, Southeast Michigan. I want to thank my guest, Julia Music, the organizer, goddess, and queen of Ferndale Pride. Julia, who was first recruited by Craig Covey and Monica Mills to help organize Ferndale Pride, faced the pandemic challenges head-on and pivoted to make this fall's Pride celebration memorable as well as safe. Be sure and follow Collections by Michelle Brown Blog Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And let us know if you have a suggestion for a guest or topic for a future show. You can listen to this or past episodes of the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Blog Talk Radio. Join us next week when I'll introduce you to another amazing individual living between the lines, standing boldly in the crosshairs of their intersectionality and creating change right here on Collections by Michelle Brown. Thank you for listening.